Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to this month's Fireside Chat. I'm anticipating a smaller crowd, which is a good thing, um, because we'll actually be able to dive into y'all's questions about subscriptions, about author life, about anything for the final half of the month. But this first half of the month, we want to share something that's probably going to open up your minds to some new opportunities that are going on in the subscription space and publishing. And also will help you, no matter what you want to do with your subscription, learn a bit more about what makes a subscription great. So there should be something in here for everyone. And it's our October edition, the book club edition. So before we officially get into it, um, for the folks who are here, do you want to put in the chat where you're calling in from? I'm personally calling in from Charleston, South Carolina. That's where I am right now. So it is... Uh, it is warm, but not too warm out, which is a nice place to be at. Do we have anywhere else? Don't be shy. In the woods, outside Tallahassee. Okay, great. Bellevue, Ontario, Canada. Great to hear. Canada, Florida, Albany, Oregon. Rural Sas Southern Saskatchewan, Canada. That seems like an amazing place to write. I feel the, the writer vibes there. Amazing. Well, I think we can start to get into the fun now. Yeah, super quiet all the time for sure. You got, you are lucky you, you came to like our secret fireside chat because as you know, we'll publish this on YouTube, but uh, we're experimenting with a new idea today. And because of that, we're excited to be with a smaller group here. And we're gonna give you a, actually a very exclusive invite to something that Amelia started um, and that of course I've helped out with as well. Um, that'll be, I think, really fun for continuing the ideas we talked about today. So we can start sharing our screen and get into this presentation. We promise we'll make it fun. We have multiple case studies of people who are being successful in this. And this really came out of our last fireside chat where we did the industry report for the subscriptions for authors industry. And if y'all weren't at the last Fireside Chat, it's up on the YouTube channel. Um, I'm sure Anna can link to the YouTube channel in, in the chat. And basically the video, that whole webinar, we talked about how there's literally over a thousand fiction authors who are being successful monetizing in subscriptions and in aggregate they're making over 20 million dollars a year which is like wild it's super exciting but when we started looking through these authors we started looking through these sites looking at these subscriptions we literally combed nearly the entire internet we started to find something we started to realize that there's these people who are running book clubs that are actually able to monetize and connect with their audience and in total there was 200 creators that we found were monetizing through subscriptions and had you know anywhere from as much as 10 to thousands of paying subscribers. And they weren't necessarily authors, but they were readers recommending books to other readers and readers participating in those book clubs. And in aggregate, those 200 folks that we indexed were making over $2 million a year doing this, which is wild. If you wanna check the list, because we actually have the list, you can find it in the Subscriptions for Authors Facebook group. Um, if you just, go in and search for the top reading creators or check out the featured posts. We feature the top subscription authors, all that good stuff. 
all of this is the intro, okay? Just to set the stage, set some context. So we, we did that last fireside chat last month. And me and Amelia were like, I think we need to dive into this deeper because we just said, okay, there's these book club people making $2 million a year. What does this really mean? And how can you do this? And how can you benefit from this as an author? That's what we're going to talk about today. So first, first things first, what is Description Book Club? So um, we've been talking, me and Michael have been talking about what what we consider a book club um, run through subscription. And um, we've come up with the definition of readers um, who are paying monthly to subscribe to a community that basically reads a new book each month or on a different cadence. Maybe it's one every two weeks, one every week. Um, but readers basically get access to very curated recommendations from the trusted creator that they're subscribed to. Uh, the ability to discuss books live as they're reading with these creators. So that could be in the form of a community post um, or even like within the story, like on Ream, um, they can chat with each other and kind of predict what's going to happen next. Um, and then some of these book clubs potentially have uh, physical rewards attached to it. And those could be physical copies of the book. They can also be like special editions or um, maybe bonus scenes, but yeah, basically um, curated recommendations from the creator, ability to really have a community within those book clubs and get sometimes get an ebook or physical copy of the book as well. Um, and as authors, you can also have book clubs for your own books um, or book clubs for other books in your genre or maybe a, a genre that you really love reading. Right. We're going to see examples of all of them today as well should be really fun. Okay, so I'll share a little bit about our story. So if you're new here, and I, I imagine most of you aren't, so I'll give a quick version. But this is me, Amelia, and Sean. We've been working on for the last year and a half now, Ream, which is a description platform by fiction authors for fiction authors. And as you'll learn by the end of this presentation, we have some really exciting updates and announcements that make everything we're about to talk about today so much easier and so much better. So we're going to, we're going to, you have to wait for them. You have to wait for for now, I'll tell you first how we got here. So me and Amelia, we met through the creator startup world. And I had been super, super interested in working at a company to help fiction authors. I had published 12 sci-fi novels myself, and I just seen so much problems in the current publishing landscape, not being able to connect directly to their readers, having the existing ways that we were marketing, it felt like we were almost throwing our money into a void and not able to build an actual community of our fans. And also it felt like the monetization that we were using, just selling books, was lacking and that we could build a bigger world around what we were doing as authors, potentially provide more awesome things to our readers and also increase our revenue. So it just felt like there was this future that was coming and that was really hard to actually make possible as an individual fiction author because we didn't have the tools to help us to do it. And when I met Amelia, I saw someone who is actually living that future today. Amelia was making six figures, and still is, six figures a year in subscriptions as a senior romance author. And she was literally having 2,000 readers pay her every month. And when I heard this, I was like, what? Like, the biggest thing that you worry about as an author is, like, that direct connection to your fan base, the up and down income. And it felt like she had solved that. And I was just mind blown. She had a community of her fans. It seemed like she had it all, except it was a nightmare for her to run. 
And it wasn't a good experience for her readers because the software she was using wasn't built for her. It wasn't her platform. It was a, it's not a platform for authors. So that's when Sean, Amelia's husband, was already working on a version of it for her own site. And it was like, huh, huh, let's just build this for everyone. And he's an amazing software engineer and also an indie game developer too. So he was, got Amelia started on the subscription path. And we decided that, you know, if platforms aren't going to be built for authors, if they aren't going to even allow us to post the content we want to post because they don't like steamy content, but whatever the, their rules are, we can just create a home for ourselves, a home for you. That's what Ream is. And that's kind of how we set off this journey. And Subscriptions for Authors is the community that we started to help authors learn about subscriptions no matter what platform you want to use. We have a podcast with 50 plus episodes. We have a free book that you can read all about subscriptions. We have, oh my God, so much content, like a free summit. We do these fireside chats every month to introduce people to new big concepts and subscriptions. We have so much resources out there for all of you and an incredible team of people working to support you every day in growing your subscriptions as an author. So you might see three people pictured here, but now almost two years in, uh, we have a whole legion of people here to support you in creating a future where storytellers of the world. So that's our story. And now we want to get into your story, specifically how you can break into the subscription book club market. And I think you're going to learn a lot of things that surprise you today. So we'll keep going. The opportunity. I already yes. shared this. Do you do you want to continue or do you you want you, me you, to? you you do it you do it yeah yeah. Okay. Um. So there's a huge opportunity for book clubs, and we've been we've been chatting a lot about how we feel like it's kind of just getting started. Like, um, there's not many there's there's a lot of people who are doing book clubs, um, subscription based, but we think it could grow, especially with the number of creators on. Instagram or TikTok specifically for books. Um, so there's currently uh, $2 million in revenue per year generated from about 200 subscription book clubs um, focused primarily on digital content. So I don't think this is including like book boxes, but um, yeah, actually, I don't think yeah, it is. So it's yeah, tens of millions of dollars per year generated by subscription book boxes. Um, so a lot of money uh, in the book box, book subscription and book club space. Um, and what's really awesome about it for authors is there's a lot of cross promotion that can happen between you and other creators and you and other authors, depending on whether you want to support a creator who has a book club or whether you want to start a book club with other authors, um, for your specific subgenre. Um, a lot of cross promotion can happen, which is really beneficial for you, um, your specific subscription and your, your business in general. Um, and it also helps build a very deep community with your readers in your subgenre um, and ones that resonate kind of with your vibe, um, maybe your specific tropes that you love writing about. Um, it can really help bring that community of readers together to support you and support other authors who you're really close with. Is there anything else you want to add, Michael, to this one? I think there would be one more insight to share, which is that existing right now, a lot of the subscription book clubs that exist, a lot of like the gross volume, meaning like the market share has been captured by some like really large companies that are offering subscription book boxes. And you've probably seen these companies like book of the month is one that comes to mind. And these are like huge businesses, huge, huge businesses. What we've started to see, just like everything we talk about is storytellers, individual storytellers 
starting to gain more power. And book boxes from individual authors or smaller group of authors targeted to more niche genres, more personalized, actually gaining steam. So this is where the opportunity comes for you. There's a whole book club industry that a lot of trad pub pays for, or you almost have to be some huge indie author or get lucky to get featured in these book clubs. But now we're seeing like a groundswell of book clubs starting, bolstered by book talk, bolstered by bookstagram, bolstered by just a shift in readers wanting to be a part of communities with individual authors and reading creators. And because of that, we're seeing, you know, corporations that used to dominate book clubs now become increasingly dominated by individual creators, which is all of you. And that's where it gets really exciting, right? Readers have already been paying for this. Readers are already engaging in book clubs, but now you have the opportunity to build your community. You have the opportunity to do this yourself. And if not yourself, as we're going to learn, cross-promotion, all these types of things that you can engage with, knowing that this is a thing. Yeah. So th this is this is fun. I want to share the table structure of subscription book clubs. And this is just like a lot of the details that we share in like how to run a great subscription are totally true about subscription book clubs. And we're just taking that advice and applying it like to a, a specific type of subscription model for authors, which I think is really cool and helpful. And the first thing you need to think about is book selection. Now, there's two main ways this goes about in terms of how the book is being selected. Are you selecting it yourself or maybe people you're working with if you're working with co-authors? Or are your readers selecting it? Your, your readers could select a book. You might need to give them a few options of titles. That's where the value of you as a curator comes in. But that that's kind of the two methods. Do you select it or do you kind of help your readers select it but they get to vote? But then the option is, where are you selecting from? Like there's well over 10 million books published. Uh, so, you know, just saying, just telling, telling your readers, pick any book out of 10 million will be a pretty frustrating experience, right? You could do a book club just focused on your books, just your books. Now, this isn't going to work if you're listening and you're a newer author. Don't worry. We have advice for everyone here. But if you're a more established author, Someone like Amelia could do this. And we're going to give an example of an author who is doing this successfully and is making nearly $1,000 a month doing so. So we'll get there. Um, but they're taking a new book from their backlist every month and rolling into their subscription. We're going to talk more about how they do that. But that could be a backlist book club. It could be authors in a shared world. We're going to give another example of that. Authors who each month contribute a novella. But there's like 20 authors in the group. So it's like eh, every year, year and a half, there's a novella that each of them are putting in, right? Or you don't have to do it from any sort of shared world or collaboration or your backlist. It can just be books from other people. And you might be going, what? How do you do that? That's crazy. Well, the $2 million that we index and the 200 creators that we saw, as you'll find, almost all of them are not offering the book as part of their subscription because they don't know the author, because they don't work with that author. Instead, they're offering a bunch of other benefits that we're going to get into. So I know that's like almost mind-blowing. Like readers are paying to get access to something where they don't get the book, but there are people doing that. And that's another type of way that you can think about in terms of the selection. And this goes right in hand with the delivery, right? Different tiers can get different delivery methods, maybe book boxes, paperback, audiobook, ebook, or they might not get any delivery of a book at all, which sounds, I know, weird. But again, if you don't own the book and you don't have an author that you're able to like, collaborate with on it, 
there's still book clubs being successful where it's like, go out and buy the book yourself. And that's how it works. And if you think about a book club that you've ever done at your local library, or maybe, you know, and church depends on the context in which you've been in a book club. I participated in many and I've never once had the book provided to me as part of the book club. That would have been really convenient. I go out and buy the book and then I participate in the book club. So I know that's a lot of information, but that's just the book delivery side of things. Then we can talk about the book discussion. It's a club. So not that doesn't mean everyone's going to participate in the discussion, but there could be different kinds of discussion. So it could be asynchronous. Um, if you're using a platform like Ream, it could literally be in the comments of your story, which is super fun. It could also be weekly discussion posts for chapter milestones. This is like a super, super common function I see in these book clubs where the creator of the book club is saying, hey, by like chapter, by like, by October 10th, we want to all be at chapter 20. And we're going to talk about chapter 20 and I'll make a post on, on, on October 10th that sparks discussion around that. Okay, and then maybe you make another one on October 20th and you want them to have read to chapter 50. Does that make sense? Kind of like that discussion that you're sparking. And then another one, and we'll see an author who's doing this as well, is live chats on Zoom or using another sort of software. We're just on Zoom right now. Um, and it could bring the authors in for a live reading even. Um, if you are the live author, the author yourself, that's pretty easy. If you're collaborating with other authors, you could also do that. But maybe if you're doing authors that you don't have much relationship to, you could ask them, or you could just have a book club meeting yourself. Now, I know you're thinking about pricing, logistics, all that stuff. We're going to get to it, but I just want to give the high-level overview of what the structure of these types of book clubs are. It's it's pretty cool, and I think that there's a lot of different ways, as always, with subscriptions to make it work for you. Right. I'm kind of going off of like what what does the subscription book club consist of? How do you market it? So, um. This could be very dependent on what type of creator you are creating this book club. So if you are a um, author creating your own book club for your own books, um, you might market to your existing, existing audience, which could be on your newsletter, your social media, Facebook, wherever your readers hang out. Um, and then you can also market through your backlist. Um, and I know we have, I, I believe we have a couple of creators on Ream who are marketing through their backlist right now um, and doing subscription book boxes instead of book clubs. Um, but basically they're marketing their backlist to get more people to have their eyes on that backlist um, through these kind of book club book boxes. Um, Another way is Joe uh, is cross promo with other authors doing joint subscriptions. So I'm sure we'll we'll talk a little bit more about what a joint subscription could look like. Um, Mike, I don't know if you want to go into that today. Um, okay. um, but basically, uh, when you're marketing a subscription book club, if you have multiple authors running a joint subscription in this book club, you have all those authors' audiences kind of getting fed into the book club itself and into the subscription, whether that's you're running um, it for free or $5 or $10. Maybe you have a higher tier of $100 a month for physical goods. Um, but that cross promo can be really, really helpful for you to get people into the book club and kind of market it for you. Also, um, this is more leaning towards if you are really you're more of a book creator. You can create content through BookTok, Bookstagram, reviewing books that you love. Um, and then you can bring people over to your subscription book club through, through those means. 
Um, and then Michael has a note here, read the author creator marketing guide. I'm assuming that's in the, in the book. Yes. I, um, I should get the link to that right now. I couldn't get to link to it when I was making a presentation because I'm at a conference. So I'll get it. I, that's a great primer for me. I'll put it in the chat so everyone can read it. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else you want to add on this slide? No, I think that's that's it. It's a lot of really exciting stuff. Okay. So now we're going to talk about the individual models. And we kind of broke it up into like three different kinds of benefits or perks. And most of this is to get your brain thinking and primed. Like as always, like a general rule in subscriptions is start small, less is more. So please don't do all of this, okay? Please, please do not. And I have a continued message on that in the end. So I won't harp on that anymore. You'll get another reminder, but for now. So here are some of the benefits we see. Readers getting access to exclusive posts plus reviews. So sometimes part of the book club is like, especially this is common for like book talkers, booktubers and things of that nature. Like people who, and some of these people, as you and I might know, have hundreds of thousands. And I've even found people with millions of followers who follow them for book recommendations. If you're asking who has millions of followers, go look up Jack Edwards on YouTube. He's literally amazing. And I love Jack and I watch all of his videos and I'm such a fan of Jack Edwards. So just go watch him. But regardless of that, he literally has a million plus subscribers and he just does like book reviews and stuff. So anyways, I'm, I'm like fanboying, but regardless of that, um, like, he doesn't have a subscription book club at the moment, but like people go to him just to get, get his book reviews. And that's a lot of times what people do, you know, in these book clubs, it's like, oh yeah, let's read the book with the creator. And like, we want to hear what they're thinking, you know? And that's something that could be valuable. It doesn't work for everyone, but it's something we see. Another one is a uh, curated recommendations based on filling out a monthly trip survey for what is hot in the market. Again, is everyone doing this? No, but we shared a lot of the obvious structure before. I want to give you some like, good ideas now. We look through hundreds, so might as well share some stuff. I thought this was really fun. Like, again, if you're an author, you might be looking at this and be like, oh, I'm not sure if I want to do this. Okay, we're, we're going to have the call to action for you in the end. But for now, if this is interesting to you, like, like think about it. Like, oh, a reader comes to you and is like, hey, I'm interested in like, I, we have an author, Laura Navarre, who writes like very specific, um, why choose paranormal romance? And it's even more specific than that. And I'm forgetting exactly how specific it is off the top of my mind, but it's like such a niche genre that like there's people writing in it, but there's only so many and there's only so many authors. So for Laura to have such deep insight into his fellow authors, into the books, that could be a very valuable thing she provides to readers. She also started the book club here. So I'm, I'm using her as an example because she's really a good one. Um, another one is sometimes you can have access to the digital book. Um, but I just wanted to highlight again here that that's not always a benefit. That's not always a benefit. And then ebook or audiobook from backlist as well. So these are a lot of the digital content we see. Okay, here's a case study. This is so much fun. Okay, so this is the author Kitty Thomas. So Kitty Thomas, basically, she started her subscription this summer. She started after, or I should say, during um, the six first cohort of the six figure subscription author accelerator. It was the first time we ever did it this summer. And she was one of our awesome authors who gave it a shot the first time around. And we're actually having a second cohort that's opening up November, which I'll share more about in one second. But what Kitty did, which was just so, so cool, is she decided she was going to launch her subscription for a limited time. And a lot of the core of her subscription is based around monetizing her backlist, repurposing it on her subscription, where you get a book club of the month pick every single month that's from her backlist of her books, right? And she's providing them the digital copy. 
And then at the higher tiers, the $30 a month tier, she's offering them not only the free ebook copy, not only some early access and stuff like that, but also a monthly book club discussion that's actually taking place live on Zoom and an exclusive Q&A with the author. So just so much they're getting, right? And you might be like, oh, that's cool. How did it do? Well, in her first couple weeks after launching, literally like within just six weeks from the program starting, she was making over $900 a month, which is wild, which is really, really wild. So she's well on her way um, to just having a really awesome subscription. And she launched in just this really cool way where she had, I think, a very unique set of benefits and has just done a fantastic job. So with each of these examples, we want to keep sharing case studies. So that's one. And I will say that if you all do want to join the next quarter of the six-figure subscription author accelerator, the wait list is linked down in the comments or chat comments, wherever you're live or not. Um, it's a ton of fun. And it includes like live group coaching calls, four of them, uh, office hours with me and Amelia, and over 10 hours of course content about how to start a successful subscription. So I encourage you all to check it out, um, but we'll keep going with these case studies. This one's fun. This one's really fun. So this is a live example. And I've talked about the HEA Collective before, um, but I'm going to talk about them again because I think they're a great example of a shared subscription between multiple authors. In this case, HEA Collective, romance authors. And you can see here, they have their content planned out through 2024. And each month, the readers are going to get a novella written by a different author that hits these tropes. It's these tropes, super fun. So the readers have something to look forward to, subscribe, stick around for it. And they have over a dozen authors involved in this subscription. And I don't know the personal deals there, but I'm pretty sure it's a, a close to an even revenue split. So they're just all sharing it. But also here's the great part about it, right? Not only do you make some money doing this, you have 12 authors in it. They've got a couple hundred subscribers. When you divide that up among, you know, 12 people, no, no one's making a full-time living off the HEA collective at the moment, maybe one day in the future, but they're still able to make, you know, maybe a hundred, two hundred dollars a month, something like that. Like that, that's still, that's still meaningful, right? But what's also awesome is they get the cross promotion benefit because you're pulling your readers into the description. They're pulling their readers in the description. And then when it's your turn for a novella for the month, you get more discovery for your books and people that might go to your own individual subscription to your own books. And I know what you're thinking. I would love to do a subscription like this, but how do I do this? I have a reveal for you in the end about how we make it a lot easier for you on Reem. But this is this is another example. It's a fun one. All right, so um, kind of shifting a little bit and going into community-oriented book club perks. Um, some of these perks, we've talked a little bit about them, um, but they can include live calls with the author or group of authors if you're doing a joint um, subscription with a, a few other authors in your genre or subgenre. You can all jump on a call um, with your readers and have kind of like a, a Q&A session or even like do a live reading. I think that'd be pretty cool. I know when I used to do book clubs a long, long time ago when I was like in high school or middle school, um, they would sometimes bring the author in and they would like read for, read a chapter. Um, but I always thought that was really interesting. So you can have something like that. 
Um, you can create polls where readers can vote on a book selection that you might have for the next month, or maybe, um, yeah, maybe a book selection for your specific books or other books or other tropes that they would like to see in the coming months. Um, and then also readers can role play as characters or take on specific roles in your book book club. I know there's uh, a typo, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, I specifically um, kind of do this. I had something where readers can become a character in one of my worlds and they all, every single, every two weeks I give them an event that happens in that world that also could happen in the book or book series as well. And they'll, they basically role play as characters or as the character they created and they form like relationships with other characters or like flirt with them and it, it's pretty cool um, but that's something else that you can do to kind of like make it more immersive and community-based love it all right this is another awesome case study from the author emma st Clair. you could look up her subscription on Rain. actually maybe as we give these case studies Maybe Anna could link them in the live chat. Sorry, Anna. We love you, Anna. Anna's our event community manager at me. So, uh, but Emma St. Clair. Um, so she's an amazing author. And she actually does most of her subscription based around CUNY. So this is a good example of like her whole subscription isn't like necessarily a book club. It's 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 not, but she has book club-esque benefits integrated into her larger subscription. So let me give you a concrete example because you can see the text here. You can screenshot it, save it to yourself. I don't want to read her tears out to you. They're awesome tears, but I want to read them out to you. She's got like 50 members. She's doing great. But what I want to share with you instead is a story of actually what one of her benefits looked like in real life. So Emma, you can notice, has what a monthly Zoom call each of her tears. She wants all of her readers to be on a call with her. That's her preference. Some authors, like Kitty Thomas, for instance, have it sit at higher price tiers. Um, this is more art than science at the end of the day. Totally more art than science. But in her case, at Nink, I met her two weeks ago at Nink in person. Super cool. Love meeting you, Emma. And she actually did a live event at Nink for her readers and her subscription with other closed-door rom-com authors. And that was like, I mean, what a cool experience. You could show up, be on a call with a bunch of other closed door rom-com authors. It was a really cool way to collaborate, a really cool way to bring our community together. Is she going to do things like that every month? Actually, kind of, yes. Um, but obviously being in person every month is difficult. So that was a really cool benefit. But hey, you can use author conferences in many different ways. Um, and that was one way she used it. And I just think a really good example of like, okay, maybe you're listening to this and going, I do not want to start a book club subscription. Great. We're going to get to it. I'm not telling you you need to start one right now. But these insights of how these people are succeeding, selling subscriptions without any books and still making millions of dollars a year, I'll be, I, it's going to help people who are writing the books also do better in subscriptions. I have a feeling there's something we could take from them and she's doing it very well. So I wanted to share that story. All right, book boxes. This is actually one of my favorites um, for a book subscription or book club subscription. Um, but we've studied a lot of people not only doing book clubs on specific subscription platforms, but book boxes and how they're a lot of people subscribe um, and they get all these books every single month or every quarter or every year, however 
um, much the cadence is for that specific book box. But basically, a book box featuring the author's books or books from other authors. For me specifically, I have so many books out. So, um, so I only have, I only feature my specific books in my book box tier. Um, but I have, I know of other authors who are featuring authors in their subgenre that they know that their readers will also enjoy reading or listening to their audiobook or having their book on their bookshelf. Um, next, the creator puts the box together and ships it out and they can split the revenue with the collaborating authors however they want. So this is specifically, this bullet point is specifically for maybe like a, a book create or book um, influencer. So people who own book box companies or um, creators who want to start a book box themselves, they are responsible for like putting the box together, shipping it out, and kind of figuring out what that payment is going to be to the author or collaborating authors in that box. And these book boxes can include swag, bonuses connected to the books. Um, I usually do, I try to hit all of the five senses when I do book boxes. So taste, smell, touch, scent, yeah, scent. Um, and then also uh, a, a way like audio or a way for them to listen to something in, in the book or connected to the book. Is there anything else you want to touch on on book boxes, Michael? I think we should get into our case study. Okay. We'll just get into it. So I actually had a conversation with the person who started this um, two weeks ago. His name, um, he, he runs this company called Beacon Book Box. And he actually shut it down recently. Um, and I could share a little bit of the story of why he shut it down. It's like a whole founder story. But um, he's 20 years old. And his book box has made $2 million in revenue. That's not profit. But... I can tell you he's paying for his entire education at UMish Ross School of Business because of his book box. He also hired his dad full-time who worked for him for a year, which is pretty awesome. And he made these $2 million basically in a span of two years, which makes you think that you'll start a book club and get rich overnight. But in reality, it took him five years but most of the money was made in the last two years, which is a good sign that this is what we see in this industry, sticking with something for a period of time, and then it just catches fire. So what was his story? He loved reading, loved reading. And I also think, I, I encouraged him. I think he could be a great writer. But that was when he was super interested at the moment. He was more interested in reading and he had all these great book club picks and he once got like a book box mailed to him and he bought it and he just thought it was like, the coolest thing ever. And he's like, I want to do this. I want to like give other people this experience. It was the coolest thing opening some surprise book mail. So he built a following up on social media of like 20 or 30,000 followers on his Instagram. And they were all interested in similar books to him. YA type of reads. He worked with authors. He even worked with publishers to get their books in the box. Then the readers paid for the box and got that with some goodies. And yeah, I mean, it's yeah, like what a cool story. And it just shows that, you know, you can literally be like a kid in your bedroom with a passion, literally, and from the ground up grow something that is quite substantial. Now, why has he stopped working on it? He, he just saw that it wasn't going to last forever, the book box, obviously. 
And I think he wanted to enjoy college while it lasted, learn more. And I think he'll start another business at some point. But I guess in short, he started to realize that the passion for it wasn't there for him to keep sustaining it, but it already been profit for him. And like already in my mind, a huge success. You don't need to run a business forever or a book box forever. Times that ends. I think at some point we're going to have him on the podcast. I think he has a really interesting story. And I especially think sunsetting a project of this magnitude, because although we're helping a lot of authors start their subscriptions, you know, there is a time when you might be like, I'm ready to move on to something else. And I know that sounds painful to think about. And a lot of us might do this for years and years, but there's just a lot of lessons in his story. And one of the big lessons is that readers really like getting surprise book mail in a specific niche genre where you can monetize a following of tens of thousands of followers to the tunes of millions of dollars. That is the lesson from a business perspective. So pretty cool. Beacon book box. Yeah. All right. The slide we've all been waiting for. <laughs> Why should or should not you start a book club subscription? Okay. All right. Let's go first over why you should. If you love connecting with readers, you enjoy creating book boxes. That's a huge thing. Like, do you enjoy creating book boxes or have someone you can work with who does? Yeah. You or I was just gonna say you might not know you enjoy or don't enjoy until you start doing it. <laughs> yeah. And I and I recommend like you can try things as a one-time thing. And I'll give an example that really inspired us giving this talk because we had a lot of learnings this summer that have led us to thinking that this is something interesting. I mean, frankly, like uh, real real talk for a second, we've done so many fireside chats and I'm the kind of person, and so is Amelia, that like we're not the type of people who like to harp the same message over and over. Like we always want to share new things and keep advancing the knowledge about subscriptions. And we feel like we covered a lot of the basics about subscriptions. We did a whole one on pricing, tier rewards, getting started, marketing, like, I mean, like the, the amount that we've done is wild. Like, with, like you can go back and see our library of fireside chats on our website. Um, I'm sure we can link to it. It's like, it's great. It's so much information. Now we're like, how do we push subscriptions forward and help authors do things they didn't even think were possible before? Because we just so believe that there's a bigger opportunity here. And we saw data to prove this. So yes, there's the big market data. Yes, there's some stories I pulled and research. Yes. But then we saw something live on the platform in action that blew my mind. It's from an author named Des Sweet. That's their pen name. And she emailed, or no, she Facebook messaged me. I'm like, all this, everything starts in the DMs. But uh, in this case, um, she was like, hey, I want to do a book box on Ream, but I, I don't want to do it forever. I just want to test it out for once. Can I like make a tier that goes away after three months? And I was like, um, sure, sure. Yes, there's a lot of hidden features. If you reach out to me, we just do things for you. And uh, we make it work. So no, that's not a publicly launched feature yet. But if you do reach out to me about something like this, I'd be willing to explore how we can do it. We did it for her. So basically her readers signed up for her book box. She launched the book box. And then it was a payment plan, right? Where some of the readers paid upfront $75 for one month on Ream, and then were immediately downgraded to the $10 tier. And then other readers paid $37.50 for two months and then were downgraded to the $10 tier. And this happened all automatically. The readers didn't need to do anything. What was super interesting, one, is that we saw more readers go for the payment plan than the $75 option, which is really interesting to me. And I think it proves that like the subscription model for book boxes is just ripe to drive higher conversions because you can have different tiers with different payment plan levels. Um, now, again, I'm, I'm not, this is a small fireside chat for a reason. 
I want y'all to keep testing things so that we can go and do things on the back end and figure out what works so that when we can roll out a bigger feature live, something like this, we actually have a big feature rolling out on this note that we're going to announce soon. This is the end of the fresh chat. But all this is to say, how did it actually go for her? She made hundreds of dollars. It blew her away. It blew me away because she was not an author with a huge subscription before this. And immediately it was like, Whoop! like, there she is. Wow. There's something here. Her readers wanted this. And now she's like, I'm definitely doing this again. And I'm like, yeah, you definitely should. Like, seemed like it went well. So we're going to keep working with her on that. And then that proves me, huh, if this author, Dead Sweet, who has an audience, but is not some mega New York Times bestselling author, like, she's just like all of you. If she's finding success in this, if all these random people online are finding success in this, random people who I love, by the way, I just say that being like, it's different when you see it yourself. It's different when you actually experience it with the author and like feel that launch with them. Then now that's why we're here, okay? So that's why we're saying you should. Like there is opportunity. If you do enjoy this stuff, you can test it out. If you do like working with other authors, there is opportunity. But you should not, if this idea stresses you out. Like I think learning's great. You all are learning here. But if this stresses you out, please, it's okay. You don't need to do this right now. I'm not trying to get anyone to FOMO into this. There's opportunity in this for years to come. And maybe there's a better time in your career where something like this is right for you. Also, if you're just getting started and you want to spend time on your own subscription first, that might not have anything to do with like a book club and book boxes. Maybe you want to focus on early access. Maybe you want to focus on bonus content, like power to you, power to you do that. You don't need to focus on backlist book clubs, collaborating with other authors, all this type of things you could, but you don't have to. Okay. And I don't want you to feel like you have to, you can just focus for now and know that there's even more opportunity for you. And the other thing is, Maybe you would rather work with other book clubs than own one yourself. Maybe you'd rather like work with another author who's doing a book box rather than you be the person doing it. And let's talk about that now. I'll tell you there'd be something in here for everyone. So reach working working with book clubs. So because now this new age of book clubs aren't big corporations, they're people like you and me, other storytellers, other authors. There's an opportunity for us to work together. We're already seeing this. You can reach out to existing creators and develop relationships with them. Now you might be going, who are these existing creators I should reach out to? Very good question. In the Facebook group, we have a list of over 200 reading creators who have successful subscriptions. They could be a good start to reach out to. They could be. They could be a good start to reach out to. You are also probably already on TikTok and Instagram and all these things and already have other author friends that you might know like, hey, like that's the book box gal there. And maybe you can run all of our book boxes and we can just feed you fans and we can share in the revenue. I'm just throwing an idea out there. I'm just throwing an idea. I'm not saying you have to do it, but I'm saying if you do do it, the DMs are great. Um, then in terms of like proposing to offer your book free to digital book clubs. So think about this. I, again, I was mind blown when I saw this. What? This person has 500 readers paying them monthly just to get like exclusive book reviews from them. What? What? This is when like authors are like, is early access enough? I'm like, I think so. But at the same time, it's like, Maybe even more value could be provided to these readers. Imagine if you were able to collaborate with other people running book clubs, just digital book clubs, and you provided your files to free to them or at low cost for them to be able to distribute to their readers and for you to get discovery. Sounds an awful lot like cross-promo, except hyper-targeted to paying readers in your subgenre. And again, there's opportunities to work with other authors doing things here. And then another one too is just become a valuable member of a book club. If you want to understand what we're talking about, be a part of one. Be a part of one buy a book box, or more importantly, because buying book boxes can get expensive, you can participate in a digital book club completely for free. There's book clubs that take place on like every platform. Like, you know, Facebook has book clubs, et cetera. And if you want to join a subscription book club that's paying, which you'd have to pay for, 
I love supporting creative people. If you're able and want to do that, then you can always test out how that experience is for you. And you also might just become friends with the person running that book club. Happy side effect. Okay. The final action steps. Final action steps, my friends. So how to start a book club yourself. So if you actually got through all this and are like, wow, this is interesting to me. First, I want you to pick your model. Are you focusing on digital book club? Are you focusing on more book boxes? You could be doing both, but as a rule of thumb, I always recommend focusing before branching out. Pick your tiers and price them. So we did a whole webinar, a whole fireside chat on pricing. So I don't want to give you all the pricing psychology here because this is why we do an hour and a half chat each month. You have to go check out our backlist. But but I'm going to give you the real high-level stuff that you need to know. So we see usually $5 for digital only for a book club without access to content. That's a good starting price. $10 plus, we even see more, is what you get when you get access to the digital book. So maybe like unpack list book each month for $10. We see usually, and this is, again, more art than science, but usually $20 plus for live calls. This is like when you're doing a live thing with the community. That's a you know intensive amount of time. And note with tiers, you can do each one of these tiers if you want to. And then we usually see $50 plus per book box as an absolute minimum, like absolute minimum. And if anything, we're seeing usually um, $100 plus that readers are paying per book box. It depends on what your book box is and what your cost is. So I'll give you the magic number. We usually aim for authors on physical good tiers. When you count in shipping, when you count in labor costs, when you count in materials costs to still have and count in platform costs and payment processing to still have 60% profit margin. So if you were to sell a book box for a hundred dollars that a reader is paying you over the course of three months, over the course of one month, cadence, you get to pick. I would like to see you make as an author $60 in profit. Now, if you're collaborating with another author on that project, of course, maybe you're splitting the revenue. And of course, um, but usually that's my target. You can go to try and make more. I'm all for that. But like, if you're not making at least that much, I think you have a problem. I think you're probably underpricing yourself. Um, and even better is if you can hit 70% margins. I will admit getting anything higher than like 70% margins in a book box is gonna be difficult from my experience, especially if it's international. But I'll give you all a hack. So something we've been working with authors to do with shipping to decomplicate shipping is okay, if you're doing a book box and you're based in the United States, which is a plurality of our authors, but maybe you're not based in the US, which in this case, try and take my advice to your country. You could have a one book box here at let's say $50 a month where you're sending them a book box maybe every other month or every three months. And it includes shipping by default to people in the US. And it includes like the full book box they're getting. They're getting the book, they're getting maybe some swag, they're getting like a nice little box. You know, it's, it's a beautiful, it's signed everything. But for international, they still can be in that same tier. Now, this sounds what? Because everyone asks, like, what do I do about international tiers? I I'm giving you all the good stuff, okay? Um, for the international tiers, an option is to create another tier internationally and try and extrapolate what pricing will be for every market. I can tell you straight up, that's going to be really hard. Shipping to the UK and shipping to Australia are drastically different prices. Drastically different. Shipping within the US is pretty standard. Pretty standard if you have, like, a you know, whatever the weight of your package is going to be. But if you're shipping like to Australia or India versus like UK, like we're all the difference. So what I recommend these authors do instead as an option outside of trying to figure out all the shipping yourself is say, hey, if you're international, you can be in this tier 
But when I see your address, if it's international, I'm shipping international, I'm just going to send you the book through maybe Lulu or Bookball, right? I'll just ship it to you directly so that I'm not dealing with it myself. I'll send you a book plate, which is very cheap to mail because putting a book plate in the mail and shipping it like globally in like a letter is like, I think under $2 um, globally. Um, and then you can send them any swag separately directly to them. And honestly, when you add up all the costs together, it's going to be pretty close to what your US readers are paying. Pretty close. Is the quality going to be the same? No, it's not, but that's life. But I hate to be like that, but that's life. You're running a business here. But here's the kicker. Your readers can opt to pay more. They can. They can. How? How do they opt that? When it's time for the book box, you say, hey, this is my standard package for international readers because it's the address I have for you. But if you want like the full package, you're just going to have to pay shipping. And you can ask them if they're interested. And if they are, send them a Stripe link, which if you're using Ream, you're already on Stripe. You already have an account. And you can just send them a link directly in Stripe to pay you a certain amount. If you have a question about how to do that, let me know. But Stripe, it's literally called Link Through Stripe. It's super easy to set up. Um, EJ Frost does this, and it's an awesome model. Um, so I, I learned it from her. And when I heard EJ Frost say this, I was like, mind explosion. That makes life so much easier. And for her, she's in the United Kingdom. So for her, everyone's international. For you as a U.S. author, this might not be as big of a concern. But anyways, I just went on a total rant about book boxes. Um, but like literally, I think that will be very helpful for you all. Lastly, pick a launch date. That's the last thing. Before ah, I go back, back, back. I didn't get to the last step. I went on my rant. Uh, pick a launch date, everyone. Pick a launch date. So um, usually with book boxes, we also see a closed date too. Um, like you have to sign up before this date to get the next book box. Or if it's a book club, like it's a pretty poor reader experience to come into the book club the day before the book is ending. So here's what we normally see happen. And this is really easy to do on Ring. You can archive your tiers. You can archive your tiers. So you can say, this is the book club box joining period. Please join now and you know, get, get up on your payment plan, get up on this, whatever it is. Or this is the book club of the month. This is the book we're reading. You have the next five, seven days to join. And then when it ends, the, the sign-up period ends. First of all, you've created now urgency for your readers to join. And you made your marketing easy because you don't have to stress about marketing for the whole month or for the whole book box period. You're just marketing for like that week. But then you archive the tier. What does that do? When you archive a tier, no one new can sign up. So you've closed signups. But everyone in that tier still has access to the content. They still are paying monthly. They're still in the tier. So it doesn't change anything for existing members. And when you're ready to re-release the book box, re-release the next book club of the month, you can unarchive your tier just by pressing a button. It's that easy. And then new people can sign up. It's really that easy. That's the last step. So pick your model, pick your tiers plus price, and then pick a launch date. You've got yourself a book club now. So why are we sharing this now? Maybe we had some, ah, no, stay in that slide, stay in that slide. We have something. We have something. We're launching pendings on re. We're launching pendings. So what this means is that you will be able to have multiple pages from one dashboard. So this makes it really easy if you wanna spin up a book box page where your readers can still be subscribed to your digital content, but can come on and off to subscribe to your book boxes. Bang, we just made that easy for you. Do you wanna do a shared subscription with another author? Well, guess what? Now y'all can start a new subscription page super easily right from one account. Now, we obviously have a lot to roll out in terms of making like co-author management and delegate accounts better, but really no subscription platform allows you to have multi-page like this, multiple pages from one dashboard 
one payout account. It makes your life so much easier and simpler. And I encourage you all to have fun. This is one cool way you can utilize multi-page. Obviously, multi-page can be used for so much other things too. Like, you know, if you have a clean and a steamy name, if you're somehow have a, you know, moonlighting as a whore writer, but your day job is, you know, writing why choose. I don't know what, what your genres are, but I love it. And if you want separate pages, you can do that now too. So Reem's launching that. It's our next update. It'll be coming out very shortly. So you got some inside scoop here. Okay. Um, so kind of to conclude, um, some of our big takeaways from the book clubs and um, book boxes that we've done our research on. Um, so subscription book clubs are a growing market with opportunity for discovery and monetization, not only for authors, but for book influencers and book creators um, or book club creators. The three main subscription book club models right now are digital with no access to the book, digital with access to the book, and then the book club or book box model. Uh, you can include your own content in the book club, work with other authors to collaborate or do books um, or add books from authors you aren't connected with yet. Um, pretty much you could do anything um, just with subscriptions that we always, we always talk about how you can add literally anything into your own subscription. You could have as many tiers. Um, and kind of base it around what your your model is, what your readers are, and all that fun stuff. Uh, pricing starts at about $5 for your book club with no X to the book, and you can work your way all the way up to $50 plus. Um, probably even, probably more than that. But those are the four big takeaways from today. We've seen authors charge as much as $250 a month for benefits like this. Um, so I always like to under promise and over deliver, uh, but yeah, you can definitely, there's a wide range, I should say, um, in terms of what you're able to charge for this. Yeah. That was a lot. That was a yeah. packed. What did everyone think? What's your feedback on it? I, I was the first time we ever tried something like this. Like, I don't know. It feels like up until this point, we've been like focused on a lot of subscription foundational things. It's our first leap into something I think that's like almost brand new. Um, so let us know in the comments what you think about it. If you have any additional questions as well, because for the next half hour, me and Amelia are here to help with anything. It doesn't have to just be about what we just talked about today. It can be anything about subscriptions. Yay. I'm glad you liked it. Does, would the pen names be kept separate? I want to create a secret pen name that doesn't have any connection to my own. To readers, it's kept totally separate. To you, we just put it in one dashboard to make it easy for you to manage, right? One account, one login. Um, but it's on separate pages entirely, and there's no connection currently between them. Like, your readers will not know that it's the same person. In the future, we're probably going to allow authors to like cross promo pages on, you know, on their site if they want, it'd be an optional thing. And I'm sure like when that time comes that like, if you want to highlight your own other pages, you could, I can see reasons for authors wanting to do that, but, and you could also highlight other authors, but, but uh, yeah, I mean, you definitely don't have to, right? If you want to keep the pen name separate, keep them separate. That's what it's for.
Yeah. No, I think what, what, you know, there's a few things on this too, Maddie. So um, there, I'm going to find the link right now. So we have a, a, a lot of subgroups with some amazing leaders who are leading the subgroups in all different sections of subscriptions. And I think it would be really awesome to consider getting together as a subgroup and, and doing something like that for like, we have a spec fix subgroup. We have, we have small town romance subgroup. I, we have a lot more that I, I'm going to give the link very shortly. Um, you could join these subgroups. And I, I think the people leading them would be interested in facilitating this kind of connection. This doesn't mean they want to do the book box, but maybe if you want to do it or you know someone who wants to do it, um, it would be a good forum for that. Um, uh, tell me more about reasonable pricing. You built a scale exam excluding page for deliveries. Um, we have a pricing calculator at subscriptionsforauthors.com. And it also is meant to work for physical goods too. We built it in mind with both. Um, and it's not the most simple thing in the world, but that's because if you're trying to like make sure you have good profit margin on your books, there's definitely some calculations to think about. So that's what we have now. And I think that would work perfectly for digital books, uh, for book boxes. If anything, the pricing for digital stuff is easier. And most people don't look at this calculator, but if you're trying to do a physical book box, I would use this calculator. I would use it because it will help you make sure that you're got your head on straight and that you're not, you know, pricing yourself too low, frankly. So Linda, that's great. Um, there's a few things you could do when you run out of books. First of all, who's to say you will run out of books? You might just keep writing. I like writing. I keep writing. But I understand there might be a pause because you'll be working on one book as one finishes. There's a few things you could do. One is you can pause your subscription so current members aren't continuing to be charged. Just reach out to us and we can do that for you. We can turn it back on anytime you want. But then the other thing is that I, a lot of times when authors are taking breaks between books, they might offer behind the scenes access to like updates in their other books. They might schedule out posts for breaks where like maybe they're taking a writing break, but they've scheduled their chapters out, which we have a really good chapter schedule on Reem, where you can still schedule out so that you have content being posted that month, regardless of whether you're online. So there's a lot of different ways to go about it. It really just depends on, on your situation and always applying the principles of keeping it sustainable, keeping it fun for you, and under-promising to your readers and over-delivering. I think also um, you, you can do a couple more, like you can work with another author to kind of, uh, another author who has similar books to you um, in, the, in a similar subgenre to kind of do like a, um, hey, this this month I'm bringing my author friend who writes this specific book over into our book club and she's going to share her book and we'll we'll read it together. But you can also, once you get to that point, you can and, and you feel comfortable doing physical goods, you can start doing like physical book boxes um, with your covers. And then when you run out of those covers, you can also um, do special edition covers for your book boxes. So like you're kind of running the same books through the book boxes or the book club again, but just kind of tweaked a little bit to make it a little fancier, a little nicer. Also, we got a question on where all the links are, intro posts. I always recommend going to our intro posts. I update it regularly. 
and it has everything in there. So the intro post will be the spot for the info. If you're ever interested in anything SFA or go to our website because our website is the absolute most updated and has everything. Um, unfortunately, yes, Facebook isn't the best platform for like searching and archiving and all that stuff, but um, we do our best to keep that one post updated. So I recommend going to the intro post. And yeah, I saw it. I know you don't math. I understand. I, I think we might be able to figure out a way to simplify it further, but it's also a little challenging because like, I would hate to like simplify the math and then take something out of the equation that will affect your earnings at the end of the day. Um, right. Because like, you have to think about payment processing fees. You have to think about platform fees. You have to think about shipping costs. You have to think about material goods. You have to think about your own labor costs, but, or if you're hiring it out. So <laughs> It's a lot to think about when you're doing physical goods. And I guess like I've just seen a number of authors get burnt. Not any authors I've talked to personally who are in the DMs, but I've seen authors get burnt doing this because they don't price themselves high enough. Um, and I don't want to see that happen to you. So if anything, whatever you decide to price yourself at that you think is fair, maybe add on an extra 20% and round up to an even number, obviously, because like, I don't think an extra 20% more expensive is going to affect the viability of readers converting to your book box, but I do think it could greatly help your business and give you extra padding. So if you don't like math, add 20% and round up to whatever you think, and that should at least help you out a little bit. It's a good rule in general too with budgets. Yes. And that's the thing. You need to break it down to the materials you want. Exactly. You need to go, this is what's going to be my book box. This is the cost per item. And that's when you get in the thing, the cost of goods sold. And the subscriptions for authors book too, which is completely free, by the way, and I'm going to link to the book. Um, we have a whole chapter on pricing that walks you through how to think about it. Um, so I recommend reading that book. I think it's chapter 11. I think chapter nine. Though. Somewhere in that middle. It's a dense chapter, but it's a good one. It goes really deep into it. I have a feeling a lot of people skipped over it, but it's okay, not hurt. Uh, I would be happy to send you a print version. I did give away all the print copies I have on my hand today, uh, but um, yeah, just shoot, shoot me an email. And we have an audio version too. We've got all the versions. Audio and ebook are free. The print book is is relatively inexpensive. Uh, and if you meet me at a conference, there's a good chance you'll get it for free. Someone called it our Bible today. I was I've like, heard, okay. I've heard it. <laughs> it is. Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed the audio. I'm glad. I'm glad. I need to still record the audio for Creator Economy for authors. And I still have three more nonfiction books I want to write, but I feel like it's a multi-year project. They'll keep getting better the more I learn. So the next one's The Sovereign Author, um, which is my book on mindset, but eh, it's coming in the future. Uh, the Subscriptions for Authors one is the Bible. Though. Um, that's funny. This is now going to be on the internet. Uh, I blame the person who told me that today at the conference for that comment. Um, so I admonish myself. Um, 
These are great questions. Keep the questions coming, people. We're hanging out here for you to help you. And it's very rare you get me and Amelia in this small of a setting nowadays. So I do, I do have to say that. I know. It's very rare. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, any questions about subscriptions or Ream or we're, we're happy to answer or try to answer. Um, if it's about subscriptions and Ream, I think we will be able to answer it. I'm yeah. confident. I'm confident in us. Is there a good place to look for contracts when collaborating? Actually, yes, I have a recommendation, a very helpful one. Um, and honestly, it's one of the few companies I've considered us partnering with. And as you mentioned it, we we may very well do that at some point. Um, it's called Creators Legal. I'm friends with the founder. Um, and uh, this um, Creators Legal site Basically, it's a subscription and you pay to get access to unlimited contracts or you can pay for a one-off contract. Um, I want to get all of our authors a deal. And honestly, like, why haven't I? I think because I wanted us to release more collaboration stuff on Reef. So I feel like we're getting there. Like, obviously, we're being quiet about it. Like, it's why we have a small group here. But I think, like, as we start to roll out more and more, yeah, I would, yeah, I think this gets into features. So Maddie asks, um, what are we doing next? And so... After pen names slash multi-page, multi-page is the official name because not everyone's going to use it for pen names, but like I call it pen names because I know that's what 80% of y'all are going to use it for. Um, so like between you and me, it's pen names. But uh, next up will be, and I'm going to release more in more detail and talk about it for like 20 minutes in our quarterly report that we do, um, which... I need to do better at promoting our events. This is why Anna is coming on the team to actually help get the word out about what we do because we just keep doing things and no one's sharing with the community. <laughs> but regardless of, of that criticism of myself, um, we are releasing searching by genre and page ranks on Ream next. So basically um, we'll rank the top authors in each genre on Ream and we'll let you search by genres by page um, in the Ream dashboard. But not the Ream dashboard, in the Ream search engine. Uh, so That'll be a, a fun little update. It's the first kind of step we're going to be taking into helping make authors easier to find on the platform. Um, and then the next update after that is audio. Audiobooks will be live on the platform. And as long as Sean, uh, as long as Sean can handle it, uh, it'll it'll be live before Christmas, which I, I think I think we're on, on pace to do that. Yeah, I'm, you guys, I'm so excited for audio. We have so many awesome, like, little features plans. It's way better than, like, it's not just, like, audio. It's, like, yeah, audio. Yeah, it's, like, audio on steroids. <laughs> if anyone's used SoundCloud, think about, like, SoundCloud meets, like, the best audiobook listener ever. And I think you're going to get what Green's going for a little bit. It's going to be even more than that, but it's going to be a little bit. So um, I think, as you can see, with audio going live, with... In the, in the very near future, um, multi-page uh, collaboration is a bigger thing we're thinking about and helping authors collaborate and get discovered on the platform. So maybe it's time I reach out to Eric Farber and give him a call. He's the guy who runs the platform, Creators Legal, and ask for a nice little deal for our authors. But um, it, on the note of contracts where this all started, um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of contract templates online and things of that nature too. Um, I personally probably like have to do I do most of our contracts for Ream and subscriptions for authors, and uh, I 
can't give any legal advice, but as someone who runs a small business like all of you, um, small and growing businesses, um, that, uh, you know, there's a lot of inexpensive resources online. And I don't think you necessarily have to like go and pay for an hour of a lawyer's time to get these contracts, as long as you're keeping things pretty standard. Okay. That doesn't mean I, and that is not legal advice, but I don't want anyone to think, be intimidated. And I think that to collaborate with another author, you need to spend $400 to get a lawyer. Um, I think it can be much more accessible than that. Um, as long as you're not doing anything too funky and no, my DMS probably aren't open to legal advice. So sorry. And yes, I saw, we're so excited for audio. We think audio is going to be really, really beneficial. Yes. And it's, it's us, Maddie. Um, if anyone can, you, anyone can use it, but like, yeah, I would, I, they would, I've talked to the founder about this. He would not recommend using it for international, but he's a lawyer and he's never going to, you know, he's got to be careful with that stuff. Um, it's okay that you haven't looked into audio, Kaya. When you're ready, we are going to make it very easy for you to publish your audio, chapter by chapter, have your readers comment inside each one and give them a great experience listening to it on the platform. Uh, so you, yeah, you you don't get a, the notifications, Maddie, aren't for followers, they're for subscribers, paid members, because that's what we really want you to have on the platform. I mean, of course we love when you're having followers, paid members are a moment to celebrate and that's what we want to notify you about. Followers, you don't get notified about at the, at the moment, nor do you get notified about unfollows. It also would spam a lot of authors because we see a lot of authors having a lot more followers than paid members, which is natural. Um, and yeah, like that amount of emails about it, um, is a lot. So we might add that in the future, but it's it's for notifications. You can see your followers and your followers' emails in your members area. Um yes. You have to go in and go under filters. Um but uh, like uh, followers are not checked like so the box isn't checked for followers automatically. You have to go in there and click, hey, I want to see my followers' email addresses. Yeah, and the notification. So they, on Ream, all the followers, like they're your followers. You get their emails. You can contact them directly. And they get notifications from you every time you make a newsletter post on Ream, like in a community. It comes in as a newsletter would. Every time you make a chapter, they get to go in and read it inside Ream. But um you don't get notified when they join, right? You get notified when new members join. So there's a lot of notifications on Ream. Um, but the thing to know is that for all of your followers and paid members, you always get their email and they always get emails of your content when you publish on Ream. So it's a direct connection, direct selling platform. In general, have you seen a good success rate for training audiences to Ream? So much of my fan audience seems to resist platform changes. Um, Yes, we have. Um, that's a really general question, so it's hard to answer like too specifically. But like I'll say, Elena Johnson's an author who I would say has a bit of an older readership. This is from talking to her and just from observations. Um, and I think they were hesitant to join in the beginning, but she's now one of the fastest growing authors on the platform. And it just came down to her tweaking the marketing message 
to get something that was really willing to get her readers over to the hump. And then once they were over the hump inside Reem, they were quite happy. Um, but it's always that shift, right? So you got to really figure out like what's going to get them to easily switch. So a lot of times I like to say like, it just takes a minute to sign up. Just takes a minute, super easy, right? Super, super fast. So that, that people don't think they have to like learn a new platform and download a new app and it takes 30 minutes. It's like, no, you can literally create an account on Reem in just a minute. And that's true. And sometimes just knowing it helps people explore. Because once they're in, we find that they're in. Obviously, you're highlighting our challenge and your challenge as well. Um, but those are just some top level advice I've seen that help. All right, everyone. So this was it for October's Fireside Chat. I hope you all had an amazing time listening. Don't forget, check out the links in our description to past Fireside Chats, to the free book all about subscriptions, to join the Ream platform at authors.reamstories.com, to check out the sign up for the waitlist for the next cohort of the accelerator. Check it all out in the description. We're always here to help you and always here to help take your scriptures to the next level. So thank you so much for being here. And don't forget, storytellers rule the world. Oh, also, we'll do another one of these next month. Uh, I don't know the topic yet, but it'll be awesome. We always make it fun, okay? I promise you that. All right, see y'all next time.